So, hello and welcome to another edition of Little Victories. And, uh, well, it's wonderful to be joined by Ms. Gabriella Bonnell. What, ho, ho? And uh, it's fantastic also to be joined by what can only describe as the irreverent Tom Adams. Hello. Uh, welcome. Little victories, little victories, little victories, little victories, little victories. Great, so that was the bit that we haven't rehearsed, uh, but it is lovely to be here and lovely work on the guitar. Thomas, Thomas, Thomas. Uh, so, uh, after the week that was, I don't, we haven't done this for a bit of time, but that doesn't really matter. Uh, I, what have we learned generally uh, over the last, uh, you know, decade that we, since, since we met? Gabrielle, let's start with you. I have learnt that a pelican can swallow a pigeon whole. Is that true? It's true, yes. Is that, but did that not happen in Hyde Park? Yes, you saw it on the BBC documentary. I saw it on YouTube last night. Yeah. And because um, do bir birds don't ordinarily eat other birds. We're, no. we're the only mammal, apart from fish, that, that consume one another. Yes, that's exactly it. <laughs> yeah, basically, because we do consume each other voraciously with our sexual appetite. But also, with the regard to the birds, the pelican swallowed the pigeon whole, but at the same time, pigeons are also developing in an evolutionary manner to be able to take the tube and get off at the right stop. <laughs> I've so seen that. I've, yeah, seen you've that. I've seen got a video footage of it. Exactly. I have. I... So, what, so your thesis is, if this pigeon had worked out the English tube map, the London tube map, he wouldn't have been eaten. He'd be still. He'd be alive today. Yeah, but he, uh, with his friends, you know, he he didn't figure out that he shouldn't have got off at Hyde Park Corner. Tom, what have you learned? I've learned that uh, it costs five thousand pounds to uh, have a three-course meal on the London Eye. You can go round and have. A, you can have. I think it's six of your guests, and you can have. Um, five thousand. Yeah, five thousand pounds, and it goes round four times, and you get a toilet break in the middle. That means Pippa Middleton could have fifty of those meals with. From her book launch. Yeah, she only made two thousand six hundred something like pounds. Oh, so she couldn't week. even have one. No, she she, didn't she, she didn't. She made four four hundred thousand pounds. Did she? Oh, when she probably celebrate. Mm. I like that hour. one of her facts is in that was about um, children's parties should be fun. So that's nice. God. <laughs> my favourite, my favourite bit. And Gabrielle, I'm sure you have hundreds. Um, but my favourite bit of this book um, was she said, "I don't think there's a right or wrong way to celebrate." <laughs> I do. If you killed someone, that's. That's not a brilliant way to yeah. celebrate, is it? Quite pagan. Um, yeah, well, there we go. Uh, have we learned anything else? I'll tell you one thing I've learned, which we might be treated to, is that um, Tom was doing a gig that I was at recently, and you've got a mwah ha ha ha, which is quite beautiful. Maybe you could just uh, wheel it out for us. I know I've put you on the spot a bit. Uh, <clears throat> uh, Terrifying. It needs to, yeah, I need to warm up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not it. No. That's just a bovine yeah. noise. Do it a couple of times. I'm, I'm, yeah. Anybody who doesn't use that as their text message alert system would be a fool. Mm. A knave. Have you got anything sinister you can do? Anything kind of a sinister? <laughs> Okay, that's a sinister. What's, what's your sinister sound? I don't think it's in me, Tom. You know, I'm just <laughs> such a pure... No? I'm pure as a driven sword. Mm. No. I have the laugh of my friend. What? <laughs> really? Honestly, you can hear her whenever she's around. I like, I like stroking girls' hairs and going... Uh, hair, hair. Hair. Not hair. Those girls with two hairs. Mm. I like, yeah. I have hair and I like going... 
singing softly. Never seen you looking so lovely. Oh, that's so charming. Yeah, that, you know, try that on the tube. <laughs> <laughs> try that on the. That's quite sinister as well. Uh, all right, so that was the kind of that was the intro bit. I think we've done all right there. Really we? good, yeah. yeah I think we should be a bit self-referential. Yeah. Uh, and now we go to uh, the next bit of this show. moment when you sing out of tune. Awkward moment. Prince Charles, 30 years ago at Buckingham Palace, was having dinner with the Queen and he was saying, Mummy, I know the best gardener. Mummy, I know the best archaeologist. Mummy, <laughs> I actually know the best radioactive engineer. Mummy, I now know the most prolific paedophile in Britain. Awkward moment. When someone says, I just need to download something on the computer and show it to you. So you go and stand by the computer and then um, the download proceeds to take much longer than they thought. During this time, you can either start up a conversation, but then your conversation is constantly interrupted by your mind thinking, but has it downloaded on the computer? When can I finish with this person, you know? So you're looking at the computer, having a conversation, neither, give, giving your attention to neither. And so, you know, you just, it's difficult, isn't it? These little situations in life. And, and they um, were the awkward moments. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I was going to do, I was going to uh, say exactly, uh, I was going to, alright, so uh, oh, that's uh, Awkward Moments and uh, Gabriella, thank you for opening your heart and telling us about the um, you know, neurotic moments of your week, it's been, uh, well, I think we've dealt with it sensitively. Alright, so uh, this brings us straight to Culture Club, uh, Tom, we haven't got a sting for that, but no. I reckon you could rustle. Oh yeah, card like. Hitchcockian thing going on. That's nice. There's a Hitchcock moment. Um, MacGuffin. Why don't we call this bit MacGuffin? Great. What is a MacGuffin? It's that is bit it? in Hitchcock with the, you know, the, the bit that. Like uh, a what? No. I don't know. Is, I, it, is it like a plot? It's a plot device, isn't exactly. it? But what is it? What's is the it, plot? Well, it's the it's the mystery bit, isn't it? It's the bit that is it or is it not? That's it. What like Suspension. is? Um, Who's Arnold uh, Bates, Norman Bates' is, uh, who is his mother? It's a philosopher's dilemma. Who is yeah, his Have mother? you heard of the prisoner's dilemma? No. Um, all right, so <laughs> no. <laughs> I have, but I can't quite explain it. I'm just hoping that one of you knew it. Okay, so Culture Club, what have we seen this year, this week, this uh, month that has either been groundbreakingly brilliant or uh, massively hyped and, let's face it, dire? Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Yes. Whoa, 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 whoa. Um, it's, uh, I saw the uncut version because it was actually quite heavily cut. About three minutes it was cut out because um, someone has their heart taken out of their body uh, alive in a live sacrifice, human mm. sacrifice. It's happened in Dumber Dumber. <laughs> and, um, and, and you actually see it. It's, it's really scary. Can I do it to you, Gabriella? No. Uh, my thunder breast <laughs> is what Michael, my voice, is that what they have to do? Uh, Go into the chest. It's just, but it's, it's um, so that was. Uh, I saw that, and it's it's a beautiful film. It's proper 
good cinema, good like popcorn cinema. George Lucas? George, uh, uh, yeah, he produced it. Not Sheila Booth? No, 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 okay. it's, um, no, but I watched that out of BFI as well for a free ticket. Can I tell you one fact about that film? I think I've said this before. Yeah. But you know the guy, you know the moment in it uh, where the fellow with the sword does all the sword action and then he gets shot? That's Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. Well, just, go just it, making yeah. sure that it wasn't in that film. Anyway, yeah. Gabriella. <laughs> no, 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 don't worry. <laughs> I'll tell you what. <laughs> no, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were losing light that day when they were filming. Yes. Have I told you this? Well, no, I've heard it. I think it's I haven't heard it. You start repeating yourself. No, but, getting, you know, but then, um, I don't know whose idea it was. Either Harrison Ford said, yeah. No, it was Spielberg. He just said, shoot he him. Just shoot him in the face. Shoot him in the face? <gasps> but it should have been a long fight sequence. But I think yeah. it's one of the best bits of the film. But there's a nice, there's a nice little uh, gag about that in, t- in Temple of Doom. Yeah. Excuse me. There's a nice little Temple of Doom gag where two swordsmen come up to Indiana Jones and he's like, like that. And he just nonchalantly put, reaches for his gun and his gun's not there. So he has to sort of um, hit them, has to fight them with, uh, you know, with his hands. The classic hand-sword mm. fight. There was a lot of hands in James Bond. Hand fighting, I noticed. Skyfall. Yeah, Skyfall. Did you enjoy that? Yeah, I liked it, yeah. Ross? Plot, sorry. I haven't seen it. Plot was, plot was shot, I thought. Plot was completely Oh, stupid. really? In what yeah. way? You didn't like Javier Bardem's baddie? No, I liked his one. baddie, but it was a bit sort of um, the plot about... Uh, like all these detect- all these secret agents, all their agents, all their identities become known. Just gets like halfway through, forgot about like who cares about that. This is this is. I watch really enjoyed the, the the homo- homoerotic tension between the Javier Bardem and Daniel Craig, and I also enjoyed the Tennyson poem in the courtroom. Tennyson poems. Mm. That was a beautiful moment. Judy Dench reciting a Tennyson poem while the baddie was about to enclose in on her in the courtroom. It, it, spoiler alert: has, has Dench been whacked? She gets stabbed. No, she gets shot. She gets. Can I just say that? Um, she gets broken bottled around the face. Can I just say that um, it's always funnier to refer to Dame Judy as Dench? Yes. <laughs> Is Dench in this? Mm, that's really good. It, like, Maggie Stevens, mm. uh, not Steve. Maggie Stevens, yeah. Maggie Stevens, uh, f- mother of footballer. <laughs> she's, written, she's written in. <laughs> Matt Stevens. Uh, no, Maggie Smith. Never funny to refer to her as Smith. Mm. No. Very funny to refer to Dench as Dench. Mm. What's Dench doing this week? <laughs> Dench update. Maybe there's a sting for that. Yeah, Dench update. Yeah. Uh, no, that's not it. Um, Dench update. No, that's not it either. No, it's, it's got to be more Dench. It's, no. Yeah, like that. You do it he plays guitar. Maybe. What do you want? Dench update. Let's do that. Dench update. I think we need a more predatory instrument than the guitar. We do, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Gabriella, what have you seen this Ow. week, this month, this year, that you think is, you know what, I tell you, I could recommend that. Oh, well, I met a 16-year-old boy on the train the other day and he really recommended to me that I listen to some music. Now, don't poo-poo this because purely because it was a 16-year-old, but the music is called Of Monsters and Men and they are a great Icelandic band and they've got high up in the charts recently, um, but that's not the point. They write some beautiful English songs and one, their latest one is called Little Talks and it's rather like this, about the little talks you have with people and it's a duet. Another thing I discovered this week was Regina Speck. Is it Regina? Re- yeah. Re- oh, Regina. No, I know. Regina. Regina, if the, it's the umlaut, and Regina, Regina if it's not. it's not. Regina Spector's album, Far, from three years ago, it's got some beautiful songs on it, including Laughing With God. Well worth a listen on Spot E5. And um, you, Ross, have you had any? Bateman's, uh, which is the house of Rudyard Kipling. Uh, and that's in East Sussex. I think it's East Sussex. Ah. And, um, but you better Google it. Google it. 
Um, I did see a market trader on the North End Road in London saying, fuck Google, ask me. Uh, that was a T-shirt that he was wearing, and I thought it was quite That's funny. That's good, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, but um, he, he, Bateman's is incredible, not least because you go and sit or stand in Rudyard's library where he wrote all his work. Mm. So that's my culture club recommendation. It's a National Trust property. Um, and I won't, I, I won't do the spoiler, the spoiler alert, but I won't do it. Um, there is a moment where you stand in the library and you work out how he wrote to such rhythm. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, but, but that's in the house. Did you have a drum machine? <laughs> Would you know, little known fact, little known Roger Kipling fact. Yeah. Um, little known fact is that he was beatbox champion in 1908. <laughs> he would, he Stour, Bridge and District, bit, bitch botch. Bitch botch. Bitch botch. Um, yeah. Beatbox champion, 2008. Uh, 1908. Lord Kitchener didn't make the cut. He came second, Kitchener. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and Churchill, obviously, was right down the list. That boy couldn't rap. No, I can tell you where Rudyard Kipling had a flat, though. Where did in Charing Cross. In is that the, true? Yeah, yeah. How do you know that? It's just a blue plaque, the classic blue plaque. Mm. Yeah, I said classic a lot today, haven't I? Don't I know. haven't heard I like I have. Count it, can we count it? A classic count. Tom's classic count! <laughs> Ow! On nine, he said classic. Oh, once. On eight. He said classic on this time. <laughs> and on seven, and he, he said, said classic cl- three times. <laughs> um... All right, my last culture club uh, um, uh, yeah. uh, um, bastardisation is a onesie. Everyone's wearing onesies. Mm. Um, In the public, yeah. though, I no, thought yeah, it was just celebrities. Yeah, but, but I, I haven't got one. What, out, I, 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 You wouldn't wear them out. <laughs> no, I wouldn't wear one. This is fine bib and tucker even at home. So. But, um, no, I, when you go to the toilet, though, wearing a onesie, you mean you'd have to be semi-naked in a public <laughs> yeah, place? Yeah, yeah. You have to wash and your hands always then. Tricky. Although I do wear a onesie myself. Do you? And I wear a jumpsuit, which is in effect a onesie. Very 80s. Yeah. Mm. But is a onesie a jumpsuit debate? No, because onesies, I thought, have, have covered arms, like a baby oh, grow. Yeah. Baby grow. Mm. You know, they Do go... you think that we're regressing as a society? Do you think there's an infantile kind of nature going on? Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, um... Regression or progression? Um, so uh, I think that pretty much concludes Culture Club for yeah. this week. All right, so um, to entrepreneurial advice now uh, after co- co- uh, Culture Club, and that comes in the form of Tom the Middleman, who's going to uh, solve a lot of your money worries by suggesting entrepreneurial ways to be able to uh, earn a bit more cash in these austere times. Tom? Mm. Um, I've talked about Yunky before, being Yunky, mm-hmm. young and funky. Yes. Uh, you know, I've, I've made about, what, £4 from that so far. So, it's, you know, it's an ongoing thing. Yeah, and just let me explain to listeners that um, yeah. Yunky is about uh, Tom inventing a new word, you then buying the new word, and in good faith paying him a royalty every time you use it's it. It's an honesty box. Uh, yeah. An honesty box, up box principle. Yeah. Like, uh, like a, a small table on a country road with some jam on it. <laughs> Tom's and, operating yeah, the yeah. same policy, but in the Twitter sphere. Yeah, and it's, you know, it's working. You, you, know, you probably yunky out there. Anyway, that's, who's that's, buying it from you? Who's I, paying? I, um, I don't. I just know their kind of um, uh, like email name. I've got like Fat Planet. He's bought at from gmx.de. Yeah. My my. So, so I'm following on of that model. I'm trying to use the same model, which is uh, it's called a mees up, a mees up. Oh yeah. A mees up. Let's go for a mees up. Miso. No 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 no. no. It's um, no. It's not miso. It's nothing to do with Japanese food. It's mees up, a mees up. Which is, it's a meeting, it's a meeting, but then it turns into a knees up afterwards. Oh, knees nice. Up. Knees up. 
So how are you going to earn money out of this concept? People pay me again, like they. To what to you to to use the the license? Yeah, every so like I've like say later on you're going to do something, aren't you? Or something like let's say maybe have a meetup. Yeah, and then I'd, pay, I'd pay yeah you, you have to PayPal pay, me just I PayPal you yeah. for allowing you to for allowing me to use the terminology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're relying on honesty here, and as yeah. we've discovered in the podcast, we're not honest because you buy from a company that doesn't pay its tax. That doesn't mean I'm not honest. It's like, a, it's, you know, okay, maybe it doesn't, uh, I haven't quite figured out the meaning of it, but, um, but it's still my word. Mm. Yeah, the way you said that was so nice, it's still my word. Yeah, it is, and no one's denying that, but no one's really got the full concept behind it. All right, well, let me start again. It's still my word. Let me start again. Let me start again. All right, all right. Okay, so um, it's, it's a cross between a meeting and a knees-up, like, where you have a chat, la, 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 bit bash stuff out, bash stuff out, but you're getting pissed at the same time. Right. You're getting off with the secretary at the same time. I haven't got a, you know, I haven't got a secretary. I do my own admin. So, so Misa basically is uh, to go out, get drunk and have, um, let's say, you know, possibly morally dubious relations <laughs> with people in yeah, the office. Yeah. And you, and, but you make decisions at the same time. Mm. Stuff gets decided. Are we going to go ahead with this marketing plan? We've got a word for this. Mees up. We've already got a what word. What is it? Parliament. Oh. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> my next one is... Uh, Phone, uh, it's um, phone massage. Um, it's someone massaging your ego over the phone. It's like a sex line, but massaging. Mm. But it's rather than naughty noises, it's uh, like you email them your CV and then your Facebook page, whatever, Facebook identity, and then they join the dots and then you, and then they go, oh, wow, you're doing really well. Like, oh, I love your, I love your kind of, your photos. They look really good. Like, God, I want to do And who do you, you think would ask for that? Do you have anyone in mind that yeah. might be a client? What's, where's the target market, mm. do you think? Oh, um, people with low self-esteem. <laughs> so it's preying on, 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 on the uh, <laughs> mentally weak. Yes. Yeah, we'll hang out. Sounds like out. a brilliant business plan. John Lewis, that'd be the best place, I think. And, and Why? They're, 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 I, think they're, I think they're quite they're robust. Quite strong. Okay, yeah. right. Mainly it's celebrities. The people of, it's the people of Primark. You and seamlessly, oh. you can tie that into mm. an obsession with celebrity. Mm. The Primark folk are possibly. Yeah. Will. So where would you? Oh, we just hang outside. You put posters up, don't you, in changing rooms of Primark. I think. <laughs> About are phone you, massage. Phone massaging. Phone. Yeah, and so they ring you off, the, you know, off the cuff like that, or you can set a time for them to ring you. I think that's great. If and you, you have... can put them on speakerphone. They can <gasps> pretend to be your friend. Mm. I don't think that'll work. No. I haven't figured that one out. Well, but. if you have an argument with your boyfriend or spouse, what you could do is buy them a <laughs> phone massage. Boyfriend or spouse. <laughs> <laughs> Implying that every girlfriend or wife in the world isn't called wife or girlfriend, just spouse. <laughs> and husband actually falls into that category. What are you? Um, boyfriend. Oh, yeah, well, you? Spouse. <laughs> I mean, you, is that how you... You're so binary, Gabrielle. Is that how you break the world into two? There's boyfriend and then spouse. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I do it. <laughs> do you have any more words, Tom? Uh, my last one was well, it's um, um, it's uh, you can pay me, you can pay me, ten p per minute. <laughs> do you know my big fear about Tom is that you always like you always cost yourself quite a low price. It's always a penny here, yes. a ten p here. But it's never like I need to raise quarter of a million quid <laughs> to make a website called. Giant, massive, successfully. No, like, I'm an ideas man. I'm an ideas man. I've got. You know, like, sit me in a room. I'll come up with hundred ideas in a day. <laughs> yeah. All making what? Like a penny each. That's a hundred. That's a pound. That's a pound a day. <laughs> that's a. That's your classic pound. Yeah. 
And is that, is that real terms or is that inflation adjusted? That's inf- like, I, I mean, you is always that ask index, this question. I never, is that index I get, linked? Yeah, it's uh, FTSE updated. <laughs> it's, every, every, <laughs> it's every day. Yeah. Um, it's definitely NASDAQ. What's the pre- yeah. it's na- and which stock market are you using, NASDAQ or FTSE? Pound a um, day? The yen. What? The, what? <laughs> <laughs> the, God, it's, um, it's all up for grabs, really. Uh, the, on every market, I've floated it, definitely. It has been floated. It's floating it's as we speak. There. Yeah, yeah, completely. Look, well done. Tom, thanks. I think you've um, solved an awful lot of people's money worries this week. Yeah, just sit in a room and come up with ideas. Yeah. Wait, and I have a word too. Is whenever anyone does anything that you don't quite agree with or you think it's below par, you just go up to them quietly and just say in a slight accent, you say, schnaffel. That's nice. And That's it's a mean. signal. It's a signal like, to them that they've cheated in some way. Schnaffle. And there's something so sinister about it. So it's like, say, Tom, say, Tom, if I noticed that you had bought a child's ticket and not an adult ticket, I would just go up to your ear and say, schnaffle. It's like you've been schnaffled, nice. you know. That's nice. lovely. And you it's got, it's got that, that, yeah. it's got that Austrian-German yeah. feel to it, which um, has an authoritarian... Yeah. A relic mm. of authoritarianism. Yeah. But it's, it's got, it reminds me of slightly kind of like, you'll get your, you know, exactly. you'll, you'll get you'll your, get your uh, dessert. So you just yeah, yeah, yeah. go up to anyone you don't like, or in the public eye even, and just say, schnappled. Don't you think that's far more effective? Because I'm often mm. in those situations where I don't know what to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, and then you leave the situation and think, oh, I should have said this, I should have said that. <laughs> you just but say that just one to, word. Just when it all kicks off. Yeah. yeah. Schnaffle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it encapsulates yeah. it all. Where did you get it from? Just my head. All right. So, Tom, uh, thank you very thank much you, for, you. Um, for sharing Any your time. entrepreneurial tips with us. But I think schnaffle actually... Yeah, uh, that's the winner. That was the winner right yeah, there. Yeah, got you. Well done. Thanks, Gabriella. How many points? Uh, yeah, should we introduce points to this? Yeah, maybe. I, I, but well, don't you think in a very competitive world generally where every single thing in the world yeah. is a bloody quiz? Yeah. Or yeah. Someone, is it, I we, think we, we should be, be like... No, really. just like we all know what the winner is. You know what I mean? Mm. Everyone knows what the kind of... Yeah. That's the, that's the clincher. Yeah. That was the clincher there, wasn't it? Yeah. Schnaffel. 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 By this brings us to another section and a penultimate section of the show. It's, it's a shame to go this week. I've really enjoyed it. I've, you know, I've, it's a good company. Grand. Um, grand, some would say. Um, but it brings us to function or affectation. Function, affectation. Function, affectation. Function, affectation. Function, affectation. This is function or affectation, where we hold up uh, general uh, people and objects of the world and decide whether they are a function or an affectation. So, Tom, I'm going to start with you. Function or affectation, Dalai Lama. Affectation. Ooh. Ooh. It's a stinger for the Dalai. <laughs> Gabriella, Dalai Lama, function or affectation? Well, I'd obviously have to go with function. Just to be... What, for devil's advocate, or, yeah. or is that genuinely what you believe? Oh, I'm in two minds, you know, about this, because I saw a talk he gave at the Royal Albert Hall, and it was obviously 
interesting, but I didn't come away feeling life changed. So it did make me wonder what's his position. <laughs> so he's going to deal with all your crap, <laughs> and put you through some neuro linguistic programming moment, which makes you walk on art fire, <laughs> changes your employment yeah. status. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, all for the price so, of a ticket. Yeah. yeah, all for thirteen yeah. quid. Yeah, it's hard to reach you now. Like, he's, he's got and I couldn't even see him because he was so small. But at the beginning, <laughs> so because of his height, he get, yeah. it becomes affectation. And also, they all have a hall. There's a sound difference. The distance is so yeah. far. The like the movements don't necessarily correspond with the sound. So is you, that true? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you, if you if if, if well, yeah, like you listen to the Royal Philharmonic, you know, which I've sung with. Um, mm. You know, in Bart's choir, I mimed three times because I didn't know uh, the words. I didn't know the words, or I didn't know the notes either. Really hard notes. I was like going, <laughs> like that. You know, anyway, singing. Um, some Gregorian. Uh, God alive. No, it was um, Cheery it stuff, was Marla. Marla's 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 second symphony. Oh yeah, beautiful. Yeah. I can tell Ross doesn't know how to process no. that. <laughs> it's, German, it's German. Sorry. <laughs> He's lost. Um, was the Gestalt in there? Gestalt. I, I heard it I said, at the end uh, of that first line. Gest- I, I, I had no idea what I was saying. Favourite German word ever? Uh, Gestalt. Schnaffel. <laughs> By the way, you started it. Yeah, you did. You finished it. <laughs> the Dalai Lama is definitely in a function. Coming back to it. Verboten. Verboten. What about this for a German word? Gamuglish means cosy. It's quite nice, isn't it? Dalai Lama, function or affectation? Function. Function, definitely. Affectation. Oh, okay. Giant haystacks, function or affectation? Coming from the farmer. Um, I think giant haystacks definitely function because I like to have something to look at on my road trips. Um, functioned for me too. I was actually watching him last night on DVD. See, this is beautiful. I've bought the. Uh, I bought this, the. This I, go depicts on. the age gap so beautifully. Uh, Gabriella thinks that it is just a merely a you know a, a haystack in, in, in an arable on an yeah. arable yeah. piece of yeah. land or yeah. or in an agricultural <laughs> holding. Totally understandable. You know that he's a 1980s wrestler. Yeah. He used to be on Saturday morning sport in the UK. And he looks like my dad as well. My dad, oh, does he? Yeah, yeah, my dad, um, in his younger days, looks like him. And I'm actually going to, I've got a wrestling, I'm making, I'm scoring a wrestling match with my electric guitar. Oh, wow. That's my next project to be doing. Fantastic. So look out. Right. Could giant haystacks function on both, on both parts? Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Um, Big Daddy. Affectation. Now, function. For those, for those do, you, do you know who Big Daddy is? No, I thought is? he was a, a, a sort of pornographic reference. Gabriella. <laughs> <laughs> um, Big Daddy was the um, nemesis of Giant mm. Haystacks in the eighties, mm. uh, and um, and but I think he was always the good guy. I think Giant Haystacks yeah. was the bad guy. Yeah. Giant. So Big Daddy always won. Giant Haystacks always lost. But Big Big Daddy. Basically, you, you, I could have him. You know what I mean? Like he look, hes just an old guy. You could now, Tom. No. Not when you were seven. Even then, I reckon he's just—he's just an old guy with a massive. He's just like a—I I don't see how tough. Why he's so tough? Are they from the program Gladiator? No, oh, it's, like, it's a wrestling program. Uh, but I, I could—you know—anyone could have him. He's—he's—he's um, he's, uh, he's just a guy in a leotard and a big fat 
old man a lid. That Ross seemed pretty obsessed with. So who would you do? What would you do? Function or affectation for Big Daddy? Function, Big Daddy. Why? Function, giant haystacks. Because when those two clashed, my word. Your was, world collided. You used to watch it then? I used to watch wrestling Saturday mornings. Do you still do it? Wrestling? Only with my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Super. Uh, all right, so function or affectation. Uh, ooh, topical. Twitter. My head too is exploding. I could happily live without it, so yeah, affectation. I could. I think we're on too many platforms. Mm. <laughs> Platform frenzy. Yeah. This is this idea, isn't it, of second screen? That, you know, when you're watching something, then you actually... Oh, it? oh my God. Because if it's good content you're watching, there shouldn't be second screen, because no one would be twittering. Tweeting. Mm. Yeah, I'm sorry, I hate to say, yeah. Uh, Function or affectation, Tom? Affectation. Twitter. Affectation. You? You? Uh, function. I think it's brought a few people down. Also, <laughs> um, <laughs> well, it's leaked stuff that, that we didn't already know, didn't it? Isn't it? What? Well, the wrong name of the person who was embroiled in the BBC scandal. Right. Yeah, not great, is it? No, no. All right, I'm going affectation. <laughs> so I think we need some music, maybe, uh, some kind of riff, some kind of uh, jolly uh, riff to uh, lift us into little discoveries. We're all going on a jolly holiday. From our little victory shed We're going on a jolly holiday I wonder where we'll go On jolly holiday Will we ever know Where we go? go On Little Victories every week from the Little Victory Shed we have little discoveries. They are, well, it's obvious, they are discoveries that we've all made and you, the listeners, have made so we can decipher them uh, and then disseminate them uh, across the world. Um, little discoveries this week, I'm going to round up um, from... Sh shall I start with you, Tom? Uh, have yeah. you got a little discovery? Um, I've got one. Uh, the gents' toilets of the uh, ICA on the MAL. Yes. Um, Just explain what the ICA is. It's the Institute of Contemporary Arts. It's a, it's a nice place, you know. It's got some wacky stuff on there, but it's also got some lovely gift gift shop. Um, um, for those people listening overseas who are going to come to London, where's the mall? The mall is just uh, where Buckingham Palace is. If you get off at, say, Ch um, Charing Cross, it's like a five-minute walk from there through Admiralty Arts, which is being sold off, I think, isn't it? Anyway, yeah, of so. so the um, gents... Anyway, the gents' toilets of the ICA on the mall, it's just over Admiralty Arch where they sold it off, but it's by the Charing Cross station. If you go into the gents' toilets, you can apparently hear people talking in the underground government buildings next door. <gasps> oh, incredible. We should go on a little victories mm. trip there. So you can, if you want to get any tidbits on like government sort of agenda, go in the gents' toilets, the ICA. That's it. That's it, Ross. That's my. That's my that's I, it. No, I, I'm I'm a gog. Um, but yeah. but can I just ask, um, government agenda? You said. Yeah. Uh, government policy. Government. Um, they haven't got one though, have they? Oh, um. <laughs> well. I mean, like that's that's my knowledge gone. That's all I know. So you, <laughs> you know I mean, I've, used I've just got this vision of you in a in a cubicle, with a glass to the wall, with your shirt and tie on, and Lovely. just trying to get a bit of William Hague's idea on Libya. <laughs> Someone's got to. Yep. Um, Gabriella, little discovery this week, please. I discovered that there's a great little pub around the corner from Westminster called the Red Lion. And it was actually featured in the James Bond film. And it's one of the oldest pubs in London. 
and the landlord still lives above it, so it's got a nice little feel about it. It's worth, well, worth having a pint there, and you might actually spot the odd Prime Minister, and you could actually hear the agenda there. I feel like there's some competition between you and yeah. the discoveries. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, you can also find the agenda of the Prime Minister in the club that I've just suggested, yeah. not just in the cubicle that you suggested. Yeah, yeah, I've performed there. Yeah, I've been there. It's not a competition, you know. It's Come on. There is a reason why there isn't a point system on this programme, and it is to avoid really undignified battles like that, albeit subtle. Mm. So another little discovery is from our wonderful producer, Andrea, who actually had... Um, a nap recently in the British Library. Now, for a sleepy Londoner, the top floor of the British Library has two telephone rooms with doors that shut and lights that turn off. Perfect for a nap if you're in central London. Can you lie down, okay. though? Can you, Andrew, can you lie down? I, I uh, leaned against the wall. A standing nap? No, sat down. Oh, sat, a, so sat, a sat nap. So, I say, okay, well, what floor? The top floor. This telephone, lovely. British oh, Library. Yeah. Yeah. Do you do you find you need a nap? Because I've got a business idea which might play into um, you know entrepreneurial advice next week of setting up a kind of love hotel in um, you know in in London where people can just go for hour hour at a time have, have sex. a kit. So you're saying? Yeah, they can. They can they can make love. They can go have Why a kit. Why is it called They're, a love hotel? Because the, that's what the Japanese call them. Japanese love hotel. Google it. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, yeah, but you don't want to be sleeping on... They have to change the sheets a lot, wouldn't mm. they? Well, that's the basic premise of a hotel, though, isn't it? No, but, but you'd have to... Right, up to a right, travel lodge, right. It'd be up 15 times mm. a day, couldn't it? Changing the sheets. Or maybe you'd have to... Have to maybe it's a, I wouldn't be doing that. Well, <laughs> I would. Is this sexism? No, I, I wouldn't be doing that. <laughs> I'd get someone to do that. Would they be male? <laughs> Definitely to avoid any sexism charge <laughs> that you're about to level at me. <laughs> From Simon, a listener, the Capribira is a rodent the size of a pig. Uh, it grazes the grass of South America, but it also spends large parts of their life in the water, and they're the only animal in the world that both barks and purrs. Ooh. 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 I don't I, think they do it at the same time. I barked in my sleep the other night. <laughs> did you? I did, yeah. That's good fun. Yeah, I what? started off like this, I went... What did your missus do? Uh, she woke up. Uh, I don't know, should I say... Did she meow? I don't want female listeners to come and go, oh, he's got a missus. I stopped listening. <laughs> you know I mean? They won't, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> we, you know, there's... They might. Yeah, but honestly... <laughs> You know, oh, it's not about no, yeah. no, sexual they, tension's gone. Between. They will stop listening, Ross, because women know that when they know that how dapper Tom yeah, is yeah. in this way. But also, is it like the sexual tension between Gabrielle and I, between you and I? Yeah, but there'll be no. I think the sexual tension, Tom, between you and I, two heterosexual men, mm. um, oh, they are is, um, is far more um, visceral yeah, than, yeah. And, and, than, than, than between you and Gabrielle. Really? Far more. Really? We're, too com- we're too competitive, aren't we? Yeah, you want to. That's like that. Do you know how you come across? Like brother and sister. Like, squ- mm. like squabbling nice. siblings. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're the kind of guardian. Yeah, I'm, the kind of, yeah, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm like a stepfather. Yeah, yeah. Who's got involved in this disastrous <laughs> scenario yeah. and have to do this radio programme with you every <laughs> right. Saturday. Should, but we didn't ask, should I say I've got a girlfriend or not? No. I think no. it's pretty public now. Have you or not? Anyway, she, uh, she told me I barked my feet. She told this. me I went, row, 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 row,
like that. So it wasn't just. <laughs> it was. It was like a. I, I had to warm into it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> is that barking or is that just no, whoa, 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 a slightly spastic? No, let him. I, I was warming into it. Okay. Let, let him. Let, let the man work. Give him the space to work. <laughs> Picasso. Picasso <laughs> didn't just tip up with a brush and a exactly. bit of canvas. He had a studio. He had a, he had a studio. He had the south of France. What are you giving this guy? Nothing. Got a shed. <laughs> and then I went, you see? That's how it is. Lovely. And I went back to sleep. So, uh, Gabriella, another little discovery. Um, I discovered that Dame, Damon Alban's old recording studio around the back streets of Notting Hill. It was actually, to cut a long story short, I thought it was in Notting Hill. So I made a quick phone call to the owner of the gym to book an appointment as personal, for a personal training session. It was all a ruse. And then I found out the recording studio was actually near a Wormwood Scrubs, so I had to dash across Notting Hill. Then I, and I did see where Damon Alburn used to record. What happened to the personal training then? Did you what, have to... what, I booked what? an appointment as Claudia, the Australian. And so in order for him to meet me right away, the owner of the gym. Did he cancel it then? No, no, I turned up for the appointment and he showed me Damon Alburn's studio. Okay, can we just unpick some of this? Um, so, so you called a guy um, as, Claudia, no, as Claudia the Australian. The point is... Can you, can you just recite the, or, or reenact? This is the first time we've had a reconstruction on Little Victories. But could you please um, just walk us through you calling him as Claudia the Australian? I had a quick break after meeting Hugh for a business meeting. So I called him as Claudia and said, Hello, I'm Claudia. I would like to book an, a personal training appointment. When do you have available? And, and I said, I would like it as soon as possible, please. And he said, well, I can meet you in the next 20, 20 minutes. 20 minutes. So I, I said, OK, fine. But I didn't realise it was nearer Wormwood Scrubs than Notting Hill, because I assumed when someone said they live in Notting Hill, that means Notting Hill and not the outer skirts of W10. But why, so why call this guy as, as a faux Australian? Well, because I had a crush on him, so I thought this is the best way to see if the chemistry is there or not. <laughs> Was it? No, definitely not. What a, a really interesting dating policy that you have. Um, um. <laughs> All right, so from Twitter, um, at the Victory Shed, that's our twi Twitter handle. So at Kate Webb says, the big broad enough to sit on is... The big broad enough to sit on is... on it, is in unseen windowsills, the kitchen at Bramhall. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Can I have a look? Um, and then the Oddcast says... The Oodcast. The Oodcast says, there is a window ledge on the first floor of a chapel in Yardley, Hastings, UK, that's big enough for me to sit on and ponder. That's lovely. That's lovely. But the first one doesn't work, mate. Can I have a look? Yeah, have a look. And you, you try and read it out. The big, the big... No, the big, broad enough to sit in unseen... Use the punctuation. <laughs> what I mean, use your, use your, yeah, that's what commas are there for. The big. There isn't a second comma in there. There is. The big, broad enough to sit in unseen. Oh, that rolls off the tongue, doesn't <laughs> it? <laughs> the big, broad enough to sit in unseen, window sills outside the kitchen <laughs> at Bramhall Park. Oh, window sills, basically he wants to sit in big window sills. Not the best formulated sentence, no. is it? It's got a soliloquy in the middle of it, the size of Hamlet. <laughs> If you'd have done that to an audience, you'd have killed the place, wouldn't you? Shakespeare there should never be a hyphen in there somewhere. You yeah. hyphen, there should be a separate sentence. Okay, all right, okay, well, give her a break. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
I've got, I've given, she's hey, got access obviously. to Twitter and grammar tools on Google. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if we, you know, like, okay, well, she used to, can I, can I read it then? Can I read it? Yeah, yeah. The big broad enough to sit in unseen, windowsills, outside the kitchen at Bramhall Park, she used to read, stroke, eat chocolate there. Read and chocolate. God, gee whiz. She needs to sort of punctuation out. I love her dearly, but read Christ, chocolate, like, yeah. read chocolate. You see what I mean? Well, so who's at fault? Who, uh, you know, I, I gave it a good shot. Kate, you need to sort that out. But I think she, her little discovery is a window ledge somewhere in a park where she eats chocolate and reads it. In a kitchen. Oh, Bramhall God, Park. Yeah, where is Bramhill Park? Bramhall. Bramhall. Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, scrub it off. <laughs> <laughs> well, God, get yourself a grammar dictionary. You bunch of mentals. That was Little Discoveries. <laughs> that was Little Discoveries. Is that all we're going to get for the end? Oh, I don't know. I, I want a more kind of um, uh, aggressive mm. Spanish Bruce, bring type it up. thing. Okay, yeah. That was Little Discoveries. Yeah. has a great face. When great he pays. sex face. Yeah, yeah, good, good Spanish sex face. All right, uh, so that's it for Little Victories this week. I've had a nice time. Have you had a nice time? Delightful. Tom, you enjoyed yourself? I feel a lot happier now, yeah. Do great, you? yeah. In some way purged of all the stuff yeah. that you gathered over the last month. Yeah, yeah. Disseminated it to a yeah. loyal contingent of wonderfully intelligent How do you feel, Rob? Yeah, I've had a nice time. I called time, you Rob then. Yeah, it was all right. I called you. Someone called me Scott recently. <laughs> and I didn't have the thing to, you know, say, it's not Scott, it's Ian. Um, so, uh, no, I've had a nice time. I've had a nice time. Ross. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's it. A huge thanks to our producer, Andrew, who is patient. Uh, she has Buddhist type patience to look after this rabble yeah. of, you know, loonies. Yeah. Tom, thanks to you. Pleasure. Thank you very much. Uh, Gabriella, thank you very much for your patience, time, effort, general sexism. I haven't felt that I've needed to be patient. Thank you, Ross. And that's it for Little Victories this week. If you do have any contribution to make to the show, please email us at littlevictoriespodcast at gmail.com. Our Twitter name is at the Victory Shed. But until next time, that's all from Little Victories. <laughs>